football's coming on tonight. A little disclaimer before the video starts, make sure all of you guys are following the CDC guidelines during this COVID-19 epidemic and each of you guys are following the steps below, whether it's wetting your hands underwater, apply soap and rub, and dry thoroughly with clean towel or paper towel. Last thing we need is more people getting sick and more people having uh, to pass away and stuff of that sort. As most of you have heard, Carl Anthony Towns, his mother that at a pretty young age of COVID-19 epidemic this actually today so make sure you guys are following the CDC guidelines to control the way that your germ usage and just preventing germs in general welcome back guys as we are in episode one of the new series coming out for this NFL draft uh, pathway as we are 10 days away from the NFL draft and there's a lot of speculation of different players going different places we're looking at uh, potential trading picks we're looking at the new virtual draft that came out and many speculations that teams are having such as the Ravens actually are speculating that there's going to be cheaters in this virtual draft people are going to be listening in on their conference calls to see who they're picking, see different people picking draft strategies and stuff to that sort. And a lot of teams are with the priority that they're they're jeopardizing their chances of picking a certain player based off of this so-called, I guess you could say, hacking or developing a different strategy to prevent that from happening. So today we're just going to go over my mock draft picks and uh, we're going to see what teams need what and what um, I think they're going to pick and to that sort. And make sure you guys on during every video, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. I want to hear your mock draft and um, make sure all of you guys are reading the description below of the procedures and stuff. That I'll leave the CDC stuff down there. I'll leave uh, my... Twitter handle and stuff of that sort makes you guys go follow and stuff to that sort so we're gonna get started here as we are going to go in order I got my mock draft machine up and we're just gonna see what the team needs so right now you got the Bengals obviously number one I don't have them trading anybody away this is basically not gonna be a trading mock draft it's gonna be straight from every pick as if they were their own and most of you guys know the Dolphins are picking literally one-fourth of a team this year. <laughs> Basically, they're picking 17 players, 20 players, after they already overhauled their defense this offseason already with players such as Kyle Van Noy. They got um, uh, they also got an O-lineman, uh, Eric Flowers, they're signing for 30 mil. They got Byron Jones to fill in for the Rashad Jones departure. So, I mean, they got a lot of picks this year, and that's basically what we're doing. But first overall pick, obviously the main choice everybody has is it's going to be my, my pick is Joe Burrow. They need a guy like Joe Burrow because they give away Andy Dalton. So their main thing they're looking for is a quarterback. And, yes, they need an edge rusher. They need an O-lineman, but obviously they're going to go Joe Burrow. And then we're going to go to the number one uh, defense alignment with the second pick. That's Chase Young, a junior out of Ohio State, 6'3". I uh, can't remember what his weight is. 
He's really hard on the edge. They moved Matthew Ioannidis to D-tackle, which gave him a lot of free space to draft a uh, guy like Chase Young. And then they're also moving Montez Sweat back to linebacker, where he was one of the fastest guys uh, between linebacker and lineman. He adjusted pretty well this year. They got they also have Jonathan Allen. They picked uh, 2017 season whenever Deshaun Watson went. Jonathan Allen has really been that holding that side, but would. Uh, with Jack Del Rio's offense, or not Jack Del Rio's offense, Jack Del Rio's defense, he likes to run a 4-3 based on different multiple defenses he runs out of his playbook. He coached the Raiders, and the Raiders didn't do all too great, but he was also developing a defense. He's not an offensive primary guy. As you got a new guy, you don't really got a new guy. You got a veteran coach like Ron Rivera moving in to the Redskins spot and maybe working with that quarterback. Dwayne Haskins and stuff to that sort. They also got Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen was a big help for the Panthers. He was under Ron Rivera's system and uh, Norv Turner's system. So that would be. A, I'd like to see how that uh, pans out this season with them in the uh, in the NFC. So obviously, I got Chase Young, and then we got pick three. We got the Lions. The Lions need a corner, and they need an inside defensive lineman, and they, they basically need D lineman whatsoever. They lost Ziggy Ansah, a big. Big guy that they lost. They lost Darius Slay to the Eagles because he wanted out of Detroit. But obviously, what I got going right here for them is I think they're going to take uh, Jeffrey O out of Ohio State. I don't want to pronounce his name uh, name wrong. Number one, his position. He really held them down in the secondary for Ohio State this year under uh, Ryan Day's system of defense. So that's who I think. They got Jeffrey, I, I, I don't want to say it, Jeffrey O, the corner. And then we got we got. Round one, we got pick number four. We got the New York Giants. They need a O tackle and a linebacker. What I think they're going to take here is basically they're going to take a guy to Iowa named Tristan Wirfs. They take a guy like Tristan Wirfs to stop um, the pass rush for Daniel Jones, a quarterback they took last year. Basically, he's going to be their franchise quarterback from here on out. Uh, so they take a guy like Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. He's very good at setting the edge. He played majority right tackle for uh, Iowa, but I think they're gonna make the fit to move him to left because they got Nate Soldier on that side. They got uh, Hernandez Zietler. So I think their offense line is slowly building up, and their offense like they got Golden Tate still. They got Latimer. So what I think they're gonna do, they're gonna take a guy like Tristan Wirfs right here. And then you got the speculation between the Dolphins. Are the Dolphins going to take Tua or are they going to take Justin Herbert? Honestly, right here, I have them sticking to their gut and I have them taking Tua Tagovailoa out of Alabama. Tua Tagovailoa uh, started as a sophomore. He kind of faced the Jalen Hurts here on out as soon as Jalen Hurts departure to Oklahoma. Tua stepped in, and he main thing they're struggling with is his hip injury. His hip injury against I can't remember. I think it was Auburn, maybe. No, I can't remember who when he hurt what game he hurt his hip. But that was the main thing about how is he gonna adjust in the pocket? How is he gonna fit in the pocket? And the main thing right here is his height. Yes, you got a guy like Kyler Murray. Can Tua have the speed and the mobility like like a guy like Kyler Murray or can he adjust in the pocket well? And what I think they're going to take here is they're going to take Tua based off of the stats 
And plus his passer rating. His passer rating was extremely well this past season than his recent years. And then we got the... Not San Diego. Los Angeles Chargers. Their majority needs are a quarterback, an O-tackle, a corner, an inside offensive lineman, and a wide receiver, and a linebacker. You got a guy by the name of... Like I said, you have Justin Herbert on the block. You have Isaiah Simmons up here. You got Derek Brown. Honestly, what I think right here, I think they're going to end up taking a uh, guy to back up. I guess you could say Tyrod, or they're going to draft a guy right here, which is going to be Justin Herbert. I believe that they're going to take Justin Herbert right here just because Tyrod led the Bills to a... um, to a uh, playoffs, oh, I, can't. I remember he came in after Kyle Orton retired. I can't remember who do they have. It was yeah, it was Kyle Orton. He led them their one of their first playoffs in a in a while. So basically, we got a guy like. Uh, Herbert, Herbert was at Oklahoma, uh, not Oklahoma, <laughs> Oregon. He did well at Oklahoma, at Oregon. Um, he fit in the pocket. He actually was under the coach for the Chargers, Anthony Lynn. He was in their, I think he was in their quarterback camp or something. I was reading online, and that's who I believe that they're going to take. They're going to take Justin Herbert after they lost Philip Rivers to the Colts. That's who their number one guy is right now. And then you got a guy. Then we got the Panthers. The Panthers' needs are their inside, uh, interior D linemen. They got. They need corner linebacker, and they need O lineman. Main thing is they got a guy. They got Teddy Bridgewater. That came in here. And. Didn't do. Extremely terrible. At the Saints when he was covering for, um, he was covering for the Breeze. But what they're going to do right here, I believe that they're going to end up taking, uh, Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker. They lost Keekly to retirement, and then they got a guy, Brian Burns. Brian Burns was a pretty big pickup last year as a linebacker. And that's basically who I think they're going to take here. I think they're going to take Isaiah Simmons. He was very versatile for Clemson. If you didn't watch the national championship, yes, I know they lost, but he also helped them and contributed to their defense a lot under Davos when he's uh, defense. And then we got um, the Arizona Cardinals at number eight. They need an O-tackle. They need an edge rusher, a linebacker. And they already got a wide receiver. They got Christian Kirk. They got Larry Fitz that signed a one-year deal. And then they also got Nook. They got DeAndre Hopkins. Honestly, right here, if the Texan, if the Cardinals would have gave away this pick to the Texans for David Johnson and a uh, gave away David Johnson and this first rounder for Nook and a fourth rounder, I would honestly, I wouldn't be too... Yes, I would have been mad basically off of they gave away an elite wide receiver, but I also would have they also got a good thing in return. But instead they got a second rounder and David Johnson for 
uh, fourth round and Nook. So right here, what they're gonna do here is they're gonna take um, they're taking offensive tackle. Uh, he's a their big help um, is trying to protect Kyler Murray, the franchise quarterback, rookie of the year. They got AQ Shipley. He was playing center, and then he also was playing. Uh, they got a uh, Marcus Gilbert. They got from the Steelers last year at right tackle. He wasn't coming off of a big season this year. He didn't do too too bad with them. Uh, but they're basically gonna try to find depth for Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray ran out of the pocket so many times. And now, if he can stay in the pocket, and make consistent throws. He didn't make a lot of consistent throws, even throwing on the run for the uh, under Cliff Kingsbury offense. So what I think they're gonna take here, I think they're honestly gonna take um, Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. He was a big help for um, for protecting Jake Fromm at uh, Georgia under Kirby Smart's offense, and he made a he may also made a transition from guard to tackle within freshman and a I think believe it was junior. I think I was also reading on that. So that's who I think they're going to take. I think they're going to take a guy like Andrew Thomas. Uh, and then we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars gave Nick Foles to the Bears. They're probably, I think they're going to stick with uh, Minshew. Minshew didn't do too bad whenever he did start. They started Nick Foles as soon as he came back. And then literally a week later or two weeks later, Minshew was already back in the starting role. So I think they're going to adjust, uh, keep him, try to keep the Minshew. And they're going to build around Minshew. But what they really need right here, they lost Calais Campbell to the Ravens. One of the Ravens have one of the best defensive linemen, probably of a couple de a couple decades here now. So what I think they're gonna pick a guy by the name of Derek Brown. Derek Brown was a defensive lineman by Auburn. He was uh, projected go go in the draft as a junior last year, but he decided to stay at Auburn under Gus Malzahn's uh, and their defensive coordinator's defense to bump his his uh, stock because I'm sure him bumping his stock this year helped him a lot by him falling last year so Derek Brown was very versatile on the inside he was very able to I would say he's more of a run stopper he stopped a lot of runs uh, a lot of teams didn't average that much yards when they ran up the middle against him and knowing me I'm an A&M fan even when I was watching Auburn play Texas A&M, A&M literally couldn't run up the middle with Derrick Brown there, so they try to hit the outside. And obviously A&M ended up losing that game because they got, uh, what's his quarterback's name? On Bo Nix, he started as a true freshman. So uh, I think they're going to take Derrick Brown right here. And then we got uh, the Cleveland Browns. They got Mayfield, Austin Hooper, OBJ, Juice Landry, Miles Garrett, Joe Schobert. They got... Um, J.C. Treader. I think they got Greg Robinson still. Greg Robinson was still underneath that investigation between that border incident he had recently. So what I think right here, they're going to try to build around Mayfield. There's a lot of good offensive linemen in the draft this year. And they're going to take this guy by the name Mekhi, Mekhi B. I can't say. I think it's Becton out of Louisville. One of the fastest old linemen in this year's draft. He, he's I would compare him to Ron Armstead based off of his speed. So we'll take a guy like him to try to fill in after them losing uh, Zietler to the Giants and them losing Joe Thomas to retirement. So what they're going to do, they're going to bring this guy who's also compared to Joe Thomas. 
He's really fast off the end. He's going to stop speed rushers such as Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. But I wouldn't say he's really good with his hands. He's really good setting the uh set in the uh more or less set in the edge, I guess you could say. So basically that's who I think they're going to take an O lineman out of Louisville, Mackie Becton right here. And then we got the New York Jets. A lot of um, speculation right here that they're going to take a wide receiver. Basically, they lost Robbie Anderson. I can't even name a wide receiver that they have under him. But there's a lot of decent wide receivers under free agency. But what they really need right here is they got Kelvin Beecham. They got Brian Winters on their O-line. But honestly, right here, I could see them taking a wide receiver. But from also from my standpoint, I think them taking alignment also would be a little bit risky. Basically, if they don't get any wide receivers, because based on their budget. So I mean, right here, I had them taking uh, Jerry Judy out of Alabama, six one, very tough wide receiver under um, Nick Saban's offense. Nick Saban, one of the probably one of the Listed as basically the Bill Belichick of college football. Jerry Judy, I watched a couple of his games when they played A&M. He absolutely just demolished Swift past our corners. He developed more into a route runner based off of his couple seasons. He had strong with um, Alabama. So basically, if they get that number one receiver, and I know they got Quincy Anua, that's basically just came to my head right now. I think that they could take Jerry Judy right here and it'll be a be a decent pick. And then you got the Las Vegas Raiders relocated, also known as the Oakland Raiders. Um their team needs right here. They got Tyrell uh what's his name? I think Tyrell Richards. Is it Tyrell Richardson? Uh they got Hunter Renfro. They got a pretty decent old lineman. They brought in Richie Incognito. Off of the incidents between the funeral homes and stuff that happened to him right there. They got uh, Rodney Hudson. I thought they had Kalichi, but I think they released him. They got Colton Miller, Richie Incognito. Uh, Colton Miller was a pretty big, not really big pickup, but he's very consistent in playing tackle. I wouldn't say he's an elite tackle because he did give up a, a couple of blocks. And now they got Josh Jacobs. So what I think they're going to take right here is I think they're going to end up taking a wide receiver to put more in depth of that uh their wide receiver position Renfro was also pretty big with as a freshman this not a freshman as a rookie this year for the in the NFL so he also did pretty well but right here I have them I have Gruden taking CD Lamb out of Oklahoma he was very big part of uh being with Jalen Hurts and he was very good a uh, consistent route runner and being different versatile I compared him honestly to Devontae Adams, not based off his speed, but based off his route running and his uh, quickness quickness to get off the ball. And then you got the 49ers. The 49ers, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. That took a big hit. He did really well this season. Not really with the Broncos, but with them. And then they, uh, the Saints picked up him uh, in free agency. So what I got them taking right here, they could possibly take Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. They take Henry Ruggs out of Alabama right here, and it is a big pickup. Henry Ruggs was part of the Jerry Judy and him were also really, really good teammates. They're really good. Um, 
in producing Tua's, I guess I won't say your future, but way how he develops football. So I have them taking Henry Ruggs III right here. And then we got the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Tom. They got Tom Brady uh, in free agency this year after the Patriots took a big hit by releasing him and not re-signing him. But what they're going to start to do, they got Ryan Jansen. They got the O-lineman out of Hobart. But what they're really going to do right here is they're And they got... um. can't remember he's a right tackle but what I think right here they're gonna take Jedrick Willis they're really that he's a really good pass uh pass blocker but he's also really good on the run they got Ronald Jones they got uh they got Barber so they take a guy like Jedrick Willis whether he's they're able to move him to guard whether move him to, he's very uh versatile he can really change many different positions but I have them building around Tom Brady and Tom Brady's got a lot of weapons this year. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Chris Godwin. Obviously, he's got O.J. Howard. Defensive side, they got Vita Vea. Um, I think they got, what's that wide receiver? Uh, I believe it was Shaquille Barrett. No, it wasn't him. Yeah, it might be. I can't remember. So, what I have them taking right here is they have uh, Jedrick Willis. Jedrick Willis drops to 14. He was ranked uh by TDN as the 11th, but I believe they're gonna he's gonna end up dropping to uh, the Bucks right here, and the Bucks are gonna take him. Then we got Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are in need of a wide receiver and secondary. So right here, there's a lot of different people they could take. They took a big hit by not taking. Uh, by giving away Derek Wolf and their D-line is kind of struggling. So basically what I have them taking right here is I have them taking um, Javon Kinlaw to South Carolina. They take Javon Kinlaw right here, who's very, very good under South Carolina's defense. South Carolina defense uh, averaged, I can't remember, they stopped. Uh, we're looking at it, I can't remember. But Javon Kinlaw was very uh, related to, not really related to, um, Derek Brown, he's not really a run stopper. He's more of a power rusher, speed rush. He can also be moved to defensive end if he has to. He's kind of Sheldon Richardson ordeal, how they moved him to D-tackle, to D-end, D -line, uh, then to linebacker. So they can really adjust him, kind of like a Montez Sweat type player. So that's who I think they're going to take right here. They're going to take Javon Kinlaw, an interior defensive lineman, after they lost Derek Wolf to uh, free agency, again, to the Baltimore Ravens. He passed up on the Texans. And I believe it was the Redskins deals to sign with the Ravens. So, and then we go to the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are in need of a corner. And the one of the best corners are still up on the board. And his name is C.J. Henderson out of Florida. SEC school, he played under... Um, my, hand, my head's going blank right now. These head coaches... But he played a big factor in Florida's secondary. I remember Florida was a uh, pretty top-rated school at the beginning of the year, and then they kind of dropped. But I basically have them taking C.J. Anderson. I don't know too much on his background, but based off of what I hear, they really need secondaries, and I'm based off of looking at different ranks on these mock drafts and on these uh, people that I'm listening to, these experts. 
I have them taking C.J. Anderson. I don't know too much about him. I don't want to describe him if I don't know him. Then you got the good old Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys right here, they're in need of a secondary. They lost Byron Jones. They lost Jeff Heath, uh, Jeff Heath to the Raiders, and then they lost Witten to the Raiders. They're going to roll with Blake Jarwin at tight end this next season. But you got a guy. Um, they also lost Robert Quinn to the uh, Bears. He signed a pretty big deal after having a big season with uh, the Cowboys this year. But they're in need of a... Uh, Safety. So basically, right here, I have them taking a guy from LSU, Grant Delpit. Delpit seems like he would fit their uh, defensive scheme under Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan was a linebackers coach, and he was also the head coach for the 49ers a while back. I don't know too much under his defense, but based off of what I'm seeing, the uh, Saints running, he's more of a. Uh, I could say he was more of a Byron Jones, how you can move him around. And then he's also more of like a Marshawn Lattimore. So that's I have him taking Grant Delpit as a personal uh, pick. And that's just, I believe, who they who they are going to pick. And then you got the uh, Dolphins again. The Dolphins got the 18th pick, the 26th, and the 5th pick. And the, yeah, the 5th pick. So, right here, what they're going to do is they're going to pick a guy out of, um, they're going to pick a guy out of U of H. His name is Josh Jones. They're going to start building around Tua. They're going to start building around that offense. So, what I have them taking right here is I have them taking Josh Jones, who's one of the best offense tackles in this year's uh, Senior Bowl. Uh, he very held his own against many rush uh, edge rushers, such as, um, what is that? Let me look real quick. Very good after. he. I think he went against AJ Epinesa. He went up against Yatir Gross Matos. And then he went up. But I think he went against Kalevon uh, Chasen. But you got a guy like him. He's coming in. And he's going to be young. And he's going to need all the protection he needs. They gave away Laramie Tunsil for a first rounder to the Texans. And then they brought in Julian. They got Julian Davenport out of the, the trade. That was he's not. I wouldn't say he's not the best, but he wasn't very consistent with the Texans. Then they signed a guy, Eric Flowers. He was a tackle two years first with the Giants. Did absolutely gave up so many sacks. But me personally, he wasn't a tackle. The Redskins developed him, made him a right right offensive lineman, moved him to guard, and he gave up nearly none. It was like a Brandon Sheriff for them, and them them signing him for thirty million for three years was a big was a pretty big big uh, achievement. But I, what they're gonna do right here is they're gonna take a tackle. I don't think Julian Davenport will start it long, and they're just trying to fill that Laramie Tunsil position. And I believe Josh Jones can handle it. And then you got the Raiders. We're back at the Raiders. They need a uh, interior defense lineman. They need a corner. You got a guy from. You got a couple guys. You got Trayvon Diggs from Alabama. You got Christian Fulton. And you get got guys named Jeff Gladney. This guy, uh, Jeff Gladney, out of TCU. I watched him because I watched a little bit of Jalen Rieger. He really held his own against many top wide receivers this year. I think they played Colorado. I uh, can't remember. I know they played LaVisca. I thought it was LaVisca. 
but I can't I can't remember. But right here I have them taking Jeff Gladney. Then you got uh my pet just went You got the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have another pick in the first round. And they got Garner Minshew. They already took a defensive uh who did I have them taking? Yeah, I had them taking Derek Brown. They got a defensive lineman. What they're going to do now is they got D.D. Westbrook, Dante Moncrief. They uh, also, I can't remember what tight end they signed. And they got their O-line. But right here, I have them actually taking a uh, wide receiver to actually utilize more weapons for him. And I have them taking uh, Let me find them real quick. I had them taking Justin Jefferson right here. Very fast. He contributed a lot to Joe Burrow's success at um, LSU. He was very uh, versatile, very good route runner, pretty decent speed. He's able, uh, able to hit the inside really good. Um, he also had a lot of fake outs uh, with many different corners dropping down coverage on him. So that's who I had, Justin Jefferson. Then we got the Eagles. The guy out of Baylor, Denzel Mims, he... Uh, did pretty good for Baylor. Baylor was also a top school this year that did really well under Matt Rule. Matt Rule's a new Panthers coach. They signed a lot of guys like Phil Snow to his uh, roster, or to his coaching staff roster. So they got a guy, Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims did really good for them this year uh, for Baylor, and that's just who I have taken, him taking. Then we got the Minnesota Vikings. They're looking for uh, secondary wide receivers and edge rushers. Personally, I have them taking uh, Christian Fulton right here out of LSU. Uh, he also locked down a lot of top wide receivers such as uh, um, Jerry Judy. Um, he also uh, was also with... Um, he just stopped a lot of, I would say, elite pass catchers. And that's who I thought would they'd take based off of many different experts saying it. And then we got the good old New England Patriots. They lost uh they lost um Tom Brady. They caught Jared Stidham, but based off of my knowledge right here, I believe that they're gonna end up taking Jordan Love out of Utah State. He contributed a lot at Utah State. They were also pretty top-ranked teams to like Baylor for a while. Um, he contributed a lot to their success. He was a very good. Uh, he could have entered the draft last year, but he would have dropped his his ranking would have dropped a lot. So I have them taking Jordan Love. Jordan Love has talked to many teams: the Raiders, the Lions, the Packers, the Saints, and I think it was the Titans, I believe. And then we got the uh, we got the we got the Saints. The Saints they got a LS this guy LSU named uh, Patrick Queen. They did re really good against uh, under Ed Ogeron's defense, who was a primary defensive line coach at LSU before moving into the head coaching position after Les Miles left, and now he's on Kansas. But Patrick Queen. They got Patrick Queen. Is very he very could set the edge. He very uh, 
drop. He can also do a little bit of pass coverage, and he was a good run stopper. I'd relate him to Brian Cushing, to be honest. And then you got the Vikings again. The Vikings also got the 25th pick. The Vikings are also in need of a wide receiver and edge rusher. What they could take right here is they got a guy out of TCU, Jalen Rieger. What I just said. Jalen Rieger is an excellent wide receiver. He's also met with many different teams such as the Raiders and the Jaguars and the Dolphins and the Packers and many different teams. But right here, I believe they're going to take Jalen Rieger. He's fast off of the ball. He sets his cuts really well on the inside. And he can also set on the outside like a, I guess you could say, a Jakeem Grant type player. Then he got the Dolphins again with the 26 pick. They're looking for more interior linemen. They're looking for safeties. And they're looking for edge rusher and a running back. Honestly, right here, I have them taking um, them taking another interior offensive lineman. They got a guy out of Michigan named Cesar Ruiz. Michigan under Jim Harbaugh did pretty, I wouldn't say bad. They did average, but Cesar Ruiz, he was a center and a guard. Uh, I think he filled in for center for a couple games because their uh, center got hurt. And he very held his own against many of the defensive linemen he went against. And then we got the Seahawks. The Seahawks are looking for an edge rusher. They lost to Davion Clowney. They got uh, Kalevon chasing out of LSU. That's who I believe that they're going to take. I believe he's going to drop pretty significantly to them. And that's who I have them taking. Then we got the Ravens. The Ravens are looking for interior offensive linemen and a linebacker. Now, right here, they got the best D-line in probably the NFL and in probably, I wouldn't say history yet, but yeah, basically. But right here, I have them taking a guy to Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray did really well under um, Lincoln Riley's uh, defense and his, and obviously Lincoln Riley's an offensive coach. <sighs> Excuse me. And then you got, uh, like I said, you got Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray did really well. Very versatile, basically related to Byron Burge, in my opinion. They're going to move to the Titans. The Titans gave away Jarrell Casey. Right here, I believe that they're going to take a guy to Iowa. He was basically one of the top defensive linemen going into this year. But his uh, draft ranking dropped a bunch. And uh, right here, I think they're going to take A.J. Epinesa out of Iowa. Then we got my team. We got the Packers. They're in need of a wide receiver, interior D lineman, and a tight end. Right here, they're going to pick another uh, guy. I believe they're going to take T. Higgins out of Clemson right here. Uh, T. Higgins uh, was really, really well under uh, Dabo Swinney's offense and under uh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. So that's who I think they're going to take. I also believe that they're going to also find a way to get LaVisca Chenault later on. Then we're going back to the uh, 49ers with the 31st pick. The 31st pick, I believe that they're going to end up taking uh, a guy by the name of Diggs. He's Stephon Diggs' brother, Trevon Diggs, out of Alabama. He also contributed a lot of uh, to Nick Saban's defense. Um... I don't know too much about him, but I, I like off of the um, experts that I saw, it's pretty decent that they might take. They need a corner. Right here, they're in the, uh, we got the Chiefs. We got the Super Bowl champions. Right now, they need a uh, running back. 
I believe the running back they're going to take is Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. And Jonathan Taylor did really well with uh, Wisconsin. A lot of people were sad to see him leave because he contributed a lot to their run game. And with him being at Wisconsin and what him being able to do, I think he can really do some good things under Eric Bieniemy's um, offense. And I'm surprised Eric Bieniemy didn't get a, a head coaching position uh, this year, but I'm sure he's going to get one next year because he was one of the top-rated offense coordinators. They had one of the top offenses. He brought in Patrick Mahomes. They're gaining 60% of their defense from this past year. That's highest in NFL history that they're gaining so many people. And with them taking um, them taking a running back right here, I Damian Williams are pretty consistent with them. But I think they're in need of another running back, basically, because they brought in a temporary running back like LaShawn McCoy. He used to be very, very, he was very um, consistent in his early years and when he was in his prime. And then he kind of dropped off after the bill, after the first season with the Bills. But with them taking a running back right here, that's who I believe that they're going to take. That was my 1 through 32 mock draft. Um, we're also going to talk right now with um, the virtual about the Georgia draft. Many speculation is going on between the Ravens uh, and the Cowboys. How the Cowboys has a family running their, I guess you could say, running their operations and running their team, and they all live under the same household. So how that's an unfair advantage for them to basically still have a war room and all these teams don't, but even though they live under the same household hold underneath this uh, social distance so that's mainly one thing a lot of questions are speculating about so i'm going to try to run a couple uh uh information nfl news when ifl starts we'll get into ifl uh news i'm really big in ifl i got an uncle that uh is in charge of as you can see right uh right here you got the blizzard i got an uncle that's in charge our uh, cousin not an uncle a cousin i believe that's in their staff or and I got a lot of friends that are on their staff for the blizzard so I'll be doing also IFL I'll probably try to upload a lot of videos probably two videos a week based on stats I'm next video I'm gonna have a couple friends in here probably a guy by the name of Justin and a guy named by the name of Ronnie they're probably gonna join in and uh, we're gonna try to do a fun podcast for you guys every week it'll probably be longer next time so I hope you guys have a uh, safe quarantine. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys are uh, quarantining right. And I hope you guys are following the directions that the CDC provides. I hope you guys are just staying safe in general. And hope you had a happy Easter. So that's it for the episode. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And I will see you next time. Make everything right. Football's coming on tonight.